Lockdown. Our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos. 21 days, 21 professionals to get you through the COVID-19 lockdown. Welcome back to day 10 of our podcast. This is day 10 of lockdown and day 10 of our daily interviews with 21 professionals. My name is Kirsten Farquharson and with me is the incredible Danielle DeToy. Today we have the lovely Leanne Shelley with us on the podcast. Leanne is a speech therapist with 15 years experience. She is also the owner of Michael Academy, which is a learning center for children with special needs. It is a non-profit organization situated in Tableview. Many of the children at Michael Academy are on the autism spectrum. Leanne is going to be speaking about stimulating language at home for children, especially children between the ages of one and four years old. Leanne is offering basic lockdown friendly stimulation activities for you to try at home. Should you be interested in contacting her or purchasing a package, you can reach Leanne at speech at lashelly, that's S-H-E-L-L-Y dot C-O dot Z-A. So we first want to acknowledge that many parents are stressed at the moment regarding pressure to educate and stimulate children. We want parents to know that their good enough is good enough. We see on your page, Leanne, that you wrote that parents' most important goal is to make sure our children feel loved, secure, and safe during this time. And we really want to emphasize that. What are your thoughts on this? Yes, I think that for a child to learn, they have to be in a good space to learn. So this is all new for everybody. I think we're now a week in, and we finally realize that this is now our new normal, and we can have more of a set routine at home and now we can start focusing on stimulating them a little bit more but yeah the most important part is for them to feel loved to feel secure if they don't want to do an activity and they just want to cuddle then that's fine that's more important because they're only going to be able to learn if they're in a good space to learn creating a safe space for children where they feel loved and secure is so so important for those parents, Leanne, that do have capacity to focus on language stimulation, what are some principles that they can focus on? Well, language stimulation is important every day. You know, children, specifically talking about the little ones, the toddlers, the children sort of between the ages of one to four, they are in such a critical stage of language development at this point. And now we're taking them away from external stimuli. So they're not in school anymore. They're not going to baby classes. They're not seeing their family and their friends. They're not going for little outings to the beach. And all of these activities help us to promote language development. If we go to the beach, we talk about words like waves, sandcastle, sand. You know, we've got so much to talk about because there's so much going on around us. And now we're sitting in the house and we've just got our normal everyday routine. Everything's the same. So we need to now put in a little bit more effort and we need to try and stimulate that language during this critical time of language learning. So we have to just provide the input that they're not getting from the outside anymore. And like I said, this age is, is critical. They're learning new words every single day. Language development is so important for further scholastic development because if you think about if you need to learn in school, you need to understand language. You need to be able to use language effectively. So we need to make sure that the development is on par during this stage. So Leanne, what are some of these principles of language development that you speak of? 
I think if I could give you six key principles of language stimulation to sort of keep in the back of your mind while you're working with your child, um, I think the most important thing is to provide an opportunity for language stimulation. So that is, it's actually an easy thing for us because language stimulation is very easy. It's not something that you need to spend hours prepping for. It's something that you can do within any activity. You can do it, you can get your child to do chores with you while you're hanging out the washing. You know, give mommy the top, give me the pants. Can you give me the red sock? Can we put the sock next to the jersey? You know, you can stimulate language throughout every single activity that you're doing at home. But because it doesn't necessarily come naturally to everybody, we might need to set aside activities and think, okay, during this 30-minute activity, I'm going to stimulate my child's language. So we need to come and have that opportunity in every day when we can do something like that. I think a very good activity to do that is reading. Reading is amazing. In my opinion, reading is the best language stimulation activity that you can do. So if you can, now we've got a lot of time during the day, if you can have a morning, an afternoon and an evening reading session, then you're doing loads for your child. They're learning new vocabulary. They're getting exposed to sentences. It's such a wonderful opportunity. And it's such an interactive opportunity as well. So you need to interact while you're reading with your child as well. Let them sit on your lap. Let them choose the book. And yes, that does mean that you might be reading the same book every single night. But it's good. Repetition is good. Let them turn the pages. Chat about the pictures. Sing nursery rhymes. You know, anything is an opportunity for language development. So I think, first of all, set in your mind, I'm going to do an activity and this is going to be my language stimulation activity for the day. The second thing is back and forth communication. We need to teach our children that I speak and you speak and that we engage with each other when we speak. And I think a difficult thing at this time for us as parents is the use of our cell phones. We want to stay in touch with our friends. We want to stay in touch with our family. We want to keep up to date with what's going on in the media. So we are sitting on our cell phones a lot. But unfortunately, you can't teach your child about social communication skills while you're hiding behind a cell phone. So we need to also remember that we need to promote things like eye contact and face-to-face -face interaction. So put your phones away during the activity and just engage fully with your child with what you're going to be doing. Make them realize that what they're saying is important. If they feel important, they're going to give you more speech, give you more language. Um, also just imitate and comment on what they're saying. If you're sitting with a little child who's not using words yet, then you can do it with environmental sounds. You know, the cow goes moo, the fire engine goes nina, nina. So you can play around with nonsense words in that sense, but imitate what they're saying, comment on what they're doing. Then the third thing would be follow your child's lead. So look what they're interested in and go and take part with the activity that they've shown that they're interested in. We might, I know lots of parents are, are planners and they might have Googled a whole bunch of stuff and had worksheets and sitting down and like, okay, this is the activity that we're going to do now. The child comes along and they're not interested at all. And the parents devastated because now I've planned this activity and they don't want to do anything, but that's okay. Just leave the activity. Say now you say now you were going to do categorization of farm animals and sea animals and you set up this whole wonderful block farm and a bowl with water and your child wasn't interested. 
and they started playing with the blocks. That's fine, then go ahead and play with the blocks with them. Build a big tower, build a small tower, use the yellow blocks, use the blue blocks, build, build, build. You know, use words, use opportunities and follow your child's lead. The fourth thing would be expanding on utterances. Remember, we're talking about little children, yeah. So if your child's learning to speak and they may say the word dog, then you expand on what they're saying. Yes, the dog is barking or the big dog or the brown dog. So whatever they give you, you expand on it. You model what is appropriate language. And I think it's also just important to sort of not put pressure on your child when it comes to to language development. They might not imitate and repeat what you say in straight away, but don't get disheartened by that. It might come in a few days time, it might come in a few weeks time. Don't give up just because they're not giving you back what you're expecting. Keep at it, keep giving them the input, keep saying the words, keep expanding, keep modeling what good language is. The next thing I would say, the first thing is give them time. You know, wait, we wanna, and especially sometimes our speech therapists as well, we want to talk, 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 because that's our job. But you have to just stop. And I consciously in therapy sessions sometimes have to just sit and stop and let the child have time to give me something back. Their processing time is a little bit slower. So they, they may need more time to give me a word that I'm looking for. So we can play, then we wait. They might give us a word and we work on the word that they've given us. And then the sixth thing to remember is receptive language, which is your understanding of language, because that generally develops quicker and easier than your expressive language. We tend to focus more on the expressive language, and we also can get more feedback from expressive language because we hear what the child is saying. But we also need to remember that we need to stimulate what they are understanding too. And that can be done by following instructions, giving them instructions to do, making sure that they follow through with what you're telling them. So yeah, so I think those are the six basic principles when you're looking at what to base your language stimulation activity on, um, is to remember those guidelines. The things that you spoke about now are going to be so helpful for people. I know I've got lots of clients with little ones and I'm just imagining all the different ways that they could incorporate this. It's, it sounds really, really encouraging and it's very, very practical as well. What would you say are some of the goals that um, parents can work towards with their little ones during this time? I think that while you are stimulating the language, so once you've decided what activity you're going to use to stimulate the language, just try and remember a few basic goals while doing that. Um, first of all, vocabulary enrichment. We want to teach our children new words. We want to expose them to new words. So if they're not giving a lot of output at this point, just remember again about the receptive language. So you can ask them, show me the pig, show me the dog. This is also language, just them pointing to the various objects. Then try and get them to repeat the words and teach them new words, words that they may not have, may not know at this point. And this is where books come in again, which is really great. Because like I said, we can't go to the beach, but we can read a book about the beach. So vocabulary is really important. Then utterance expansion, we want to teach them to use longer utterances. So we want them to start putting words together. So we need to model that for them so that they realize how they should be able to do it. Then following instructions. So once again, this can be done in any activity, be it chores, be it 
building puzzles, be it building Lego blocks, you can give them instructions and you can make the instructions longer to make it more difficult depending on your child's level. So give me the blue block, the red block and the pink block or take the green ball and go put it under your bed. So it's all those type of things that you encourage them to follow instructions. Social communication, like I said, that's a really important aspect of language development. Looking at someone when you're talking to them, having turns when you're talking as well. Now with little children, you aren't necessarily having long conversations, so you can't really practice conversational turn taking, but you can definitely practice turn taking as a, as a basic skill. So my turn, your turn. When you're playing with your child, say it's mommy's turn now, now it's your turn, now it's my turn, now it's your turn, just to teach them the actual concept of turn taking. Also things like facial expressions. They need to learn how to read facial expressions. So you as the adult can exaggerate your facial expressions when something happens so that they can start reading that that's what you look like when you're excited, that's what you look like when you're sad. And you can bring mirror play in as well. Let them imitate the facial expressions. Let them look at themselves. They'll love that and it should entertain them for a few minutes at least. Um, and then also the basic language structures. Now this is for your child that's a little bit older, it's not your one-year-old, but you will start sort of trying to stimulate things like pronouns, he and she, prepositions, on, under, next to, between, um, things um, like think... negation, this duck has a beak, this duck does not have a beak. So very basic language structures you can also start incorporating into your language stimulation tasks. Thank you, Leanne. You're giving us so many incredible ideas. What are some other practical ideas that parents can do with their children at home? I think, like I mentioned, you can do language stimulation during any activity, but some nice ideas would be arts and crafts activities. Do painting, coloring in, using stickers. And while you're doing that, you can speak about a lot of different vocabulary. You can make an under the sea scene. You can make a transport scene where you have to categorize the road transport and the air transport and the sea transport. You can just make animals. You can make a dog or a cat with, I don't know, recycled goodies and you can talk about it. So the whole time you're working with them and you're doing the arts and crafts activity, you're teaching them words like cut and paste and color in and paint. So just remember that any input that you give them is going to be valuable, valuable to them. Any engagement that you're doing with them is going to be good. So arts and crafts activities would be great. Like I mentioned, my favorite one being reading. Reading is very important. Please read, read, read. Active activities, you can, you know, do the gross motor development with the speech development, go outside, play things like Simon Says, do an obstacle course, which is great for things, for teaching prepositions. You can do things like just playing with whatever toys they have. It's, it's difficult to give advice when you don't know what parents are sitting with at home, but we have some toys at home for our child. So you can use puzzles. You can use tea sets. You can have a tea party with your child. Great for social communication skills. It's something that they will enjoy. And you can teach them about pouring the milk into the tea, stirring the sugar into the tea. Everything is a language learning opportunity. Uh, plastic animals, threading. And at the same time, you're going to be working on other skills as well. You're going to be working on your fine motor skills. You're going to be working on your gross motor skills. So you're stimulating those skills as well. So it's really a collaborated effort of, of stimulating your child as a whole. 
Leanne, the practical strategies are really sounding amazing. What else would you suggest for, for moms and dads, particularly moms and dads with children of the neuroatypical population, such as children on the spectrum? I think an important thing to remember when you're looking at children on the autism spectrum is that for them, routine is very important. And now we have taken them out of their everyday routine, which may be a struggle for a lot of those children. So I think for parents at home, it would be a good idea to have a very structured routine. And if you can have a visual schedule that you can put up on the wall um, uh, or in a book for them so that they know exactly what's going to happen during the day. This is something that would most likely happen at their schools that they're going to. So it's just taking school and bringing it to your home so that things aren't changing too much for them. So you would have a visual schedule that will say, okay, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to have my breakfast, then we're going to do puzzles, then we're going to read a book, then we're going to have snack, then we're going to do gross motor. So in the beginning of the day, they get up, they look at their visual schedule, they know exactly what's going to happen during the day. They aren't stressed, they aren't anxious because they know what's going to happen. Um, and I think it's also important for the children who have been in a learning center or at a school to try and incorporate the acti similar activities to what they were doing. Like I know at Michael Academy, we send in ideas to the parents so that they can do the activities with them at home as well. So it feels like they're still busy with their normal daily routine. It's just now in a different environment and mommy is now, or daddy is the teacher. But to keep life as structured and routine orientated as it can be. I think for them, it's just the anxiety of this big change is very difficult for them. So we need to be aware of that. With regards to the language stimulation, everything that I've said previously will go for them as well. It's just a matter of a lot of them may be nonverbal at this stage. So you're just going to have to do it at a lower level. So you might not be doing using as long sentences. You might not be giving so much input with regards to vocabulary, you might be doing more of the sounds and the noises with them to try and get some sort of nonverbal language out of them. But that all depends on what level they're at. It does become more difficult when you're sitting with a child who has a language delay. So the guidelines that I'm giving are, are more generalized for any child at home. If you are sitting with a child with a language delay, then you know it, it would be best to speak to your speech therapist and get tips from them for your child specifically, what you can do for their specific language delays. So if, if parents are wanting to contact Leanne directly, they can contact her on speech at lashelly, that's L-A-S-H-E-L-L-Y dot C-O dot Z-A. And as discussed at the beginning of the podcast, um, Leanne is offering basic lockdown-friendly stimulation activities that you can purchase from her. And should you wish to purchase one, you can contact her on that email address. Thank you, Leanne, so, so much for your time, for the effort and for all of the great ideas that you've given to us and to all of our listeners. I know that a lot of parents are going to be very grateful knowing that they can have these tools to implement for their children so that their children don't fall behind, even though they are just staring at the four walls around them, that they can still be stimulated, have that language development and still learn beyond what they're exposed to. So thank you so, so much. 
Thank you so much to you guys for having me. It's been wonderful. And I think, yes, it's, it's important for parents to realize that whatever you can give your child is going to be beneficial. But remember what we said in the beginning as well, make them feel loved, make them feel special. And that's doing enough. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Leanne, for being with us here today. It was really, really helpful. And I'm sure it's going to be enriching for a number of listeners. Thank you. So that's it for us. We will see you next time on How to Mental Health lockdown edition stay sane everybody we'll check in later see you soon